Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So I'm here again with another episode of Friday Real Talk, and it's been a little bit, and that's because I was away last week on that Florida vacation that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. So I want to fill you in today. It was really good to be away. It was really good to see a different part of the country that I've never seen before. We went to the east coast of Florida, Palm Beach area, to an island right off of Palm Beach called Singer Island. And I'd never been there before. And it was awesome to check it out, to explore, and to see things that I don't see in my everyday life, like a giant iguana just like walking by my chair while I'm sitting at the pool. And at the same time, let's be honest, family trips with kids are exactly that. They are family trips. They are not vacations, right? Because for all you moms of littles out there, you know, it's basically doing the same thing just in a different place. Like you're still breaking up the fights. You're still constantly feeding them even when you seem to pack endless snacks throughout the day. It's like the only difference now is that you just have to think about applying and reapplying sunscreen like literally every single hour. (laughs) So it wasn't exactly relaxing, right? And here's the thing. Since I've gotten home the last couple of days, I started thinking about this a little bit more. And I'm wondering if I'm just using the kids as an excuse for the fact that I don't actually know how to relax. I've gotten used to telling myself the story that before I had kids, I was so much less anxious. I was so much more calm of a person because I had more time to relax and take care of myself. But when I actually think about this and look back, I wasn't. I was still the same anxious person I am now. I just made up more things to be anxious about. It's all about perspective, right? Like the things that I was worried about and anxious about before don't matter to me anymore. Now I have a whole other list of things to be anxious about. But at the time, I was still anxious about something, right? And this is all about mindset. And I'm going to get into this more in a minute. I remember one day when we were in Florida, I like lost it. Like I was just so frustrated with the kids. I just needed a break. So my husband took the kids to a playground, which was right next to the hotel. And I went for a walk on the beach. And I remember thinking as I was walking, I need to come back calmer. I need to come back happier. I need to be in a better place. So I literally put this pressure on myself to relax because I only have so long to myself to take this walk before I'm back with the kids crawling all over me, right? And on top of that, looking like at a bigger picture, I only have two more days here in Florida and I've managed to waste the last four days by not fully relaxing, right? Like I'm not working, so that stress isn't available at the moment. So what am I missing here, right? For me, it's like when you take away the work, you manage to still find a whole other list of things to have anxiety about, right? And so clearly when 
we think like this, when we think we put this pressure on ourselves to relax, we're not going to get what we actually want, right? Like we almost become needy, which I'm going to talk about more in a minute. Needy energy is like a whole thing that I'm really fascinated by. So there's so many things I want to say about this. First of all, if this is you and you struggle to relax no matter where you are, you are not alone. I hear you. I feel you. I am you, honestly. In fact, because I was curious, I did a little Google search and I found that the majority of people have forgotten how to relax. I found this survey that was done in 2018 that said that 46% of people in that did the survey stated that they had trouble relaxing during specific times that were dedicated to rest, like weekends or vacation, or even let's face it, like at nighttime when we're supposed to be sleeping, right? Because our minds just don't stop. And it doesn't shut off just because we're in a different location. We live in this world, like in our modern everyday lives, right, where we're constantly stimulated. And that leaves us very little time for true rest. And being constantly plugged in to our phones and our computers and everything makes it so hard for us to be comfortable in the quiet. And I think part of that is because it's addicting. Like we get used to this like dopamine rush or hit after checking emails because we get this feeling of like, for me anyway, it's like, I feel important. I feel productive, right? Like, or I I just want to know what I'm missing out on because I can't be okay in the moment right now. I have to be always worried about what else is going on. So it's hard to stop. It's hard to remove that like inner need to constantly check in. And at least for me, and I'm guessing probably a lot of other women out there listening to this, I feel good about myself when I'm productive, like when I'm helping somebody, when I'm being of service, right? So to not do that and to just like sit in a chair by the pool or to just not be at the same pace that I'm used to is really, really uncomfortable. In the demands of everyday life for any adult, regardless of whether you're a parent or not, is intense and it's never ending. And this makes sense, right? Think for a minute about how we were raised. We went to school, we came home and we did our homework. Weekends were for probably more homework or sports or practices or working towards getting better at some skill, right? Like whatever it is, piano. And it's the same with like summer and summer camps. Like those are geared towards specific goals like baseball camp or gymnastics camp or bike riding camp, right? And that was in the 80s and 90s. It's even more intense these days. Kids are doing school after school and tutoring and lessons and summer school and practices so the kids can get better and so they can get into the best college and then get a good job and then live the best life, right? It's so crazy. So no wonder by the time we get into the real world, we're stressed out and we're anxious and probably depressed too, right? To an extent. We get the messages ingrained in our subconscious that everything is a competition that must be won and that we need to prove ourselves if we're going to be anyone in this world. And our culture equates success with achievement and ultimately happiness. And we create this nonstop pressure to achieve. And we make even relaxing, right? Even like taking some downtime, yet another goal that we need to accomplish. And what happens next 
we obviously need to deal with all those heavy feelings that I just talked about, the anxiety, the stress, the, the potentially depression, especially in college, right, when things get really intense. And that's when we start to drink alcohol or do other potentially more dangerous things just to actually relax because it's quick, everyone else is doing it, and we weren't taught how to relax otherwise. And for those of you out there like me, when I'm having a glass of wine, that's pretty much the only time that I do feel relaxed. And I know I'm not alone here. That's vulnerable to say, but I know I'm not alone here because why else would mommy wine culture exist? And as I'm working through this now, I'm realizing again that it's not us. It's the system. Without the crutch of work or podcast stuff this past week, honestly, I felt guilty. I felt guilty for not pushing so hard, which is so messed up when you think about it. Somehow on the way down to Florida, our seats got on the flight got changed. So we ended up having three seats together and one alone. And that one alone seat was like in the way back of the plane, the literally last row. Well, the three together seats were in the very first row with a little extra leg room, literally. So they were as far away as you could get from each other on on the flight. My husband did me a solid and sat with the kids in the first row, letting me have some alone time for a little bit. So I picked up a book for the first time in a long time and started reading. And the book that I was reading was Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. This book, you guys, if you haven't read it, is amazing. There's an important point that I want to make here related to what I've been talking about, though. In the book, Jen talks a lot about mindset and how the energy we put out into the world is what we get back. So when we focus our energy and our thoughts on things like lack and scarcity and guilt and shame and all the emails that are piling up that we're not responding to and how little time we have left for this walk and how little time we have left in Florida, right? That's scarcity. We're just going to attract more of that scarcity and that blahness feeling into our lives, right? I get this and I truly believe this. So feeling the pressure and the guilt just brings on more pressure and more guilt. It makes sense, but it's not easy to implement, right? Because we can't be positive all the freaking time, especially with kids when they are annoying the crap out of you. You love them, but it's sometimes so hard, right? And I get that. Then there's this needy energy that is related to this, right? Like we think we need something else to make us feel good because We don't feel it ourselves, just on our own as we are today in this moment. And needy energy, by the way, sucks. I know. I've lived in that energy for a long time, and I still do to an extent. I can catch myself when I'm getting into it more than I ever did, but I still it's still there. But we can choose different energy. And I think that starts with working on ourselves because, again, it all goes back to the feeling. We have to want that feeling that feeling of whatever it is for you. For me, it's freedom, it's calmness, tranquility, like whatever you want to call it. I think all of those things are related, to be honest. We want to have that, that feeling, more than we want the thing that we think is going to solve all of our problems, right? The accomplishment, the achievement, the vacation, the certain amount in your bank account, all the likes, the followers, whatever it is, right? So... 
that's what I've learned this past week about myself. I'm going to work on being more intentional around finding time to be quiet, to just reduce the chatter a little bit, to do like 10 minutes of yoga or some breath work or just freaking stare at a wall, like whatever it is. And I'm going to work really hard on fighting the urge to check in on things every 30 seconds. And I encourage you guys to do that as well. I I really believe, like I really believe that this is the foundational piece to not only our relationship with money, but to our relationship with ourselves as well. So I encourage you to go explore that and try to find a few minutes this weekend, if you possibly can, to just get quiet with yourself. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and I'll talk to you next time.